Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Two hundred times we beg for your acclaim. Two hundred times we've let it fly. Two hundred times Dan Levitar introduce your name. Two hundred times we've said goodbye. I'm hoping for at least two hundred more hellos. We'll take it one day at a time on the Greg Cody Show. are turning 200 years old. You just completely ignored everything we just said. Years? <laughs> I don't mean years. You just ignored everything we just said on how to start the show. Oh, yeah. You're right. You know what? I think, I think, we're leaving it in. Go, Greg. No, no, don't air this. Oh, no. They, they just told me that we were starting the show coming out of that beautiful song by Yeti and, and uh, Andrew Streeter. And, uh, and I completely forgot. And I was making a joke about me being really old and this being our 200th episode, but I mangled everything. I blew everything. <laughs> That's what I do. And so welcome to the 200th episode of the Greg Cody Show podcast. We're beginning our fourth year. We started in March of 2020, and it's hard to believe that we're coming up on our fourth anniversary and today is our 200th show. So thank you all for uh, coming along on the long ride. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Thanks, Pod Family. <laughs> well, that's that's toward the end. No, I don't. I don't refer to my Pod Family until the very end, which I'll do again just for tradition's sake. Now, I have a few clips that I want to relive, and they're mostly just my dad making terrible mistakes. But um, are, how do we feel about this David Letterman interview? Because I'm kind of uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have, I have low expectations for this interview. How could you have <laughs> low expectations for Letterman? Man, is it's Letterman? I just feel like you guys are doing this thing again. No, listen, I, I, I can tell you that I'm a huge David Letterman fan. I mean, I grew up watching the David Letterman show. No, I didn't grow up. I mean, I was a, like a grown-ass man. I was a grown-ass man watching the David Letterman show. And when people ask me, you know, what informed my sense of humor, I can honestly say that uh, David Letterman's humor had a role in that. You know, because it was just insane and inane. And I remember him, you know, just like dropping watermelons off a sixth floor story and watching them crash on the sidewalk. And I'm like, how does he get away with doing stuff that's so stupid? 
but it was funny. So and, Letterman, uh, reared, he, Letterman reared your sense of humor? He reared it. Yep. He was right behind me rearing it. What's your favorite like bit or, or thing that he would do? Or the um, one that stands out the most to you? You know what? I always loved his stupid human tricks. Yeah. I really did. Yeah, but yeah. That was funny. That was a good idea, you know? You know, so but it's but it's not the actual David Letterman. That's you don't know that, Chris. What? You don't <laughs> know that. I mean, I, I just I'm like I'm I'm just feeling every listener right now just shaking their head like they're doing this thing <laughs> you, again. What? Wait. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I mean, granted, I mean we had Charlie Chaplin on two months ago. Yes, we did. That's true. It was I a disaster. Love I love. May we press your pants, please? He went around. I think they only did it once, but they went around just asking people on the street if they could press their pants, and they took them. They found somebody, took them to the dry clearing, dry cleaner, and pressed their pants. May we press your pants, please? David Letterman can't wait to have him. Wasn't that the name of his production company? Worldwide Pants. Worldwide Pants. That's right. That's right. I saw that at the end of epi- every episode. It was fun. But nothing Dad, about what, him. This is your 200th episode. Yeah, Dad. What? What do you? What's the clip like when you think of like our 200 episodes? What do you like? What's a moment you want to relive? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Um, I mean, for some reason, Dick Stockton, the the great Hall of Fame broadcaster, singing at the end of our episode really uh, sticks with me. Yeah. But you know, there there are just so many. I remember the um, uh, the belly button doctor. From Tupelo, Mississippi. With I love wood- how you just say that. Like it's con- like 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 people that don't know what we're talking about are like, wait, what'd you have on? The belly button doctor from Tupelo, Mississippi, with his wood paneling and the thing, and that was during the uh, it was it was a live podcast during the Levitard Show's twenty four hour marathon celebrating their move from ESPN to Great Independence. And the thing I remember about that was Levitard, who doesn't often compliment, particularly doesn't often compliment me. I actually said that was his favorite part of the 200 of the 24 hour episode was our interview with a belly button doctor, <laughs> you know, in an old 1970s wood paneled office from Tupelo, Mississippi. It was golden. Let's relive that. Oh, Dr. Boy. John Roberts is with us now. Hello, doctor. Hello, everyone. Before we get to my belly button, uh, I want to address two issues. Um, okay. You're from Tupelo. Now, I have friends from Hershey, Pennsylvania, and they have to put up with the whole chocolate references and candy bar references. Now, obviously, Tupelo is known for being the home of Elvis Presley. So as somebody, as somebody who lives and works in Tupelo, uh, is that a point of pride or has that become extremely uh, tiresome and annoying to hear the Elvis references? Well, I think that it's a point of pride, and it's also kind of a rivalry between us and Memphis, Tennessee. Mm. because that's where Graceland is. Right. Um, but there are a lot Graceland of tourists Cody. that come to Tupelo to see his birthplace and to see the hardware store where he bought his first guitar. And have you done that? Have you gone to the hardware store and reminisced? I have gone to the hardware store many times. It's still a functioning hardware store. Uh, and I have been to his birthplace. Does the um, proprietor of the hardware store like wear a hokey <laughs> Elvis wig or anything like that, or is it more subtle? No, no, it's... Um, <laughs> Basically, it's just a small hardware store. People go in there to uh, either buy a guitar or get things for their house to fix their house. Doctor, have nothing you, hokey about it. Have you um, been to Graceland? Because I have, and I find it to be extremely sad. I have not been to Graceland. I haven't made it there yet. But there's also a, a place called Graceland Two, 
which is outside of Memphis in a small town outside of Memphis. I've never been there either, but it's kind of a, a museum <laughs> to, to Elvis as well. So if you ever make it to Graceland, try to go to Graceland too as well. Uh, doctor, uh, we'll get to our belly button in just a moment, but I also <laughs> wanted to admit something to you, and this is the God's truth. Until I was 10 years old, might have been 11, uh, I thought a radiologist was someone who repaired radios. Um, <laughs> and, and my parents corrected me. But I'm wondering... Um, have you ever had someone make an appointment with you and show up at your office uh, with a, a busted transistor radio or something of that nature? Must happen a lot. That is an excellent question. Not yet. No one has shown up with a radio yet. Oh, gosh. We didn't even get to the belly button coverage. No. That's great, that's though. True. <laughs> I love Graceland, too. I haven't been there either. Yeah. Well, a quick update on my belly button. I have not had it taken care of yet, so it still protrudes. Let's see. I still need to have that minor surgery done, but I haven't, even though that guy gave good advice on uh, on what to do about it. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, still there. Oh, my God, it looks bigger than ever. <laughs> also, I Graceland love- 2, I think, shut down in 2016. If- <laughs> Just everything about that guy's energy, my dad's tired sounding voice. Like, what a what a fun time that was. It was great. I enjoyed it. Levitard loved it. So that's a stamp of approval. Yeah, that was good. Well, that's all, folks. <laughs> it's the only memory from 200 episodes. I mean, what, do we Grab have the more clips? steering I mean, wheel for your own show? Like, I, I don't, I, 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 you know, I don't know where this is going. I, I don't know. Um, Chris, I, I what, what we are were... some what are some moments that stand out to you from the this the long history of this show? I want to make fun of my dad here, so let's. I want to relive uh, my favorite Greg doesn't know movies. Oh, uh, like I don't even know if this needs set up, right? I'm pretty sure the questions in it yet. So this is just last week we had a disaster of uh, Greg doesn't know movies with Michael, but Terrible. this is actually uh, you wouldn't know it from last week, but it's a damn good segment. We've had some really good laughs with it, so let's play. Uh, it's consensus our favorite moment from the Greg doesn't know movies segment. Who plays the main character, Gordon Bombay in the mighty ducks series. Um, mighty ducks guy. Isn't it the guy from three and a half men? (laughs) (laughs) It's not Charlie Sheen. Um, I don't know. Al Sheen. I don't know. Squeaky clean. I don't know. What's the name? That was the best. I'm almost passed out. Oh, I'm dizzy. Oh, that's so great. Al Sheen. What's his name? Uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! The Mighty Ducks man. You were there. Chuck Sheen's brother? For real? You almost killed me, man. Al Sheen. Al Sheen is great. Oh, my face was purple at the end of that. That's the first thing I think of when I think of funniest moments from the show. Now, I, now we just relived a, fu- a moment from Freedom where the, do- the belly button doctor. My favorite moment from our Freedom thing was my dad starting the show. It's 4 a.m. I believe we started at Yeti, right? Right at 4 a.m. And his first bit of content is, hey, I forgot to tell my wife something. Let me call her at 4 a.m. <laughs> So can we relive my dad calling my mom at 4 a.m. during our 24-hour marathon? I forgot about that. <laughs> Why isn't she answering? Where is she? Who is she with? Hello? Exa- Hello? Hey. Hello? How you doing? Hello? What are you, what are you, what's, going, what's wrong? What do you mean, what's wrong? <laughs> I, I had a quick question for you. Um, 
Do we have a dinner reservation tomorrow? I feel like I I thought we did. No. Seriously? You have to ask me this right now. What's that? You have to ask. You have to ask me this right now. Well, because it's going to affect the the rhythm and rhyme of my day today. It would help me to know right now whether or not we had a dinner reservation. Are you saying you don't know, or we don't? Um, I don't really want to discuss. I mean, we have to talk about that right now. We can't. I don't think your rhythm of your day is really going to be affected by that right now. All right. Um, it sounds like you're in a bad mood. What happened? <laughs> you have a bad day or what? Uh, it's called sleeping in the middle of the freaking night. What are you talking about? Okay. All right. Hey, I love you so much. What, what, are, you, what are you doing? <laughs> well, we're actually doing a podcast right now. I, I know, but why are you calling me right now? I, I, I wanted to know whether or not we were having dinner tomorrow <laughs> night, but you've, uh, you know, you've answered the question we don't, which is great. So, uh, I want to thank you for that and love you very much. Hey, go back to sleep, would you? Put a Lobo's mint yeah. under your pillow and dream big. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll kind of get me really likely that I can go right back to sleep right now. Okay. All right. Love you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> How'd that go for you? Uh, about as well as I thought it might, actually. But it's fine. She's a, a perfect person. Wow. I actually said that. That is great. Perfect. That is just... <laughs> it's such a terrible idea for content, but it's a perfect idea for content as well at that four in the morning. Like, why, why, why are you in a bad mood? What's wrong? That's something I've learned about your family is your family has one consistent phrase that you all say and that you all say exactly the same way. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You, you all doing? say it the exact same way and it what kills me doing? every time. Wow. That's, that's a good, that's a good note. I've yeah. never even noticed that. It makes that, me but laugh. Every, it, I, you know, even if it's just in, internally, I laugh every time I hear doing? it. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're right. Hilarious. We do say that the same. Wow. I can picture all four of us saying it too. Yeah. Wow. Um, now this scary. this next one I want to replay. I'm not even sure it's a good clip because this is like in this is one of the more memorable things we did, but I actually don't remember the content of it. We had a professional whistler on. Oh yeah. And we were very proud of ourselves for this. Yes. We were like, this is a funny guest. It doesn't even matter what he says. It's just funny that we had a professional whistler on. So let's relive when we had a professional whistler on because if I if my memory is right. The content, not as great as just the idea of having a professional whistler on. Right. But the whistling, beautiful. Let's hear it. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like just middle of the road whistling. It's more whistling than I can do. It's I can't more whistle. like a, a, a to me, that guy could be a professional bird caller. OK, I, I get that. But uh, all right. Whistling. Like I said, not it doesn't grow, work way to, great over Zoom either. Well, the, here's the thing about here's the thing about whistling. And, and Christopher, my father, your pop was a whistler like he would yeah. whistle that's what i mean i i've grown up y you're a good whistler uncle right. dick's a whistler pop i've grown up hearing what that guy just did and if that guy's well, a professional but, 
You guys could have been professionals. Yeah, but he 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 whistles in a higher register. I don't know the the musical phrase for it, but I prefer like a, a more of a mid-range whistle. And the thing about whistling is if you hear it for like 20 or 30 seconds, it's nice. But if it goes on and goes on and goes <laughs> yeah. on, it's like, shut up already. <laughs> it becomes annoying. If I could whistle, I'd be so annoying. I'm a son of Mayberry who can't whistle, which is a shame and a disgrace. But if I could, oh, I'd be so annoying because I'd do it all the time. Wow. I'm surprised you can't whistle. Yeah. never been, never. been, I've never been able to figure it out. Have you tried? Oh, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What is the... What is the physical, biological reason why some people can whistle and some can't? Oh, you should have asked the whistler. I know, I should have, but he would have no idea. Speaking of huge guests, let's get to David Letterman. Oh, wow. Okay. Exciting. There we go. All right. There we are. We have liftoff. Nice hat. I like it. (laughs) I just got it. Great. Perfect. That's terrific. Thank you, David Letterman, for joining us. Well, you're welcome. Uh, go ahead, Christopher. You had a question. Before you start with your hijinks, I was going to ask him how genuinely tired he is of people doing this to him and making him like, because your name's David Letterman. Like, are you tired of this bit yet? Well, since he retired, it's been a lot better. Okay. <laughs> so there, there's a, a whole generation that doesn't really know who he is. <laughs> Which is sad because I, I grew <laughs> up is. with his, uh, he, he, he helped raise my humor. Uh, and uh, and I love Letterman. I, I was a big fan of his show, and of course I saw the uh, stupid human tricks and all that stuff. What what year was that that you were on? Refresh my memory. We were on ninety five. Ninety five. Okay. And and you did. How do you refer to it? Uh, flex uh, flexing the pecs. Uh, how do you refer to what you did? The Lex are, Luger thing. We are rhythmic pec flexors. <laughs> okay. Now my dad can actually. My dad can actually do it too, and at the end of this ep- at the end of this interview, he'll join you in your quest to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not going to happen. That that absolutely will not happen. I don't listen. I'm out of shape. Flex I don't the think, pecs. No, no, no. Flex no, no, the, the pecs. pecs. Flex no, no. the pecs. You got to understand. I I wear a shirt in the shower. I just I'm never seen without a shirt. So don't don't worry about that. But um, David Letterman and and. Were you on because your name is David Letterman or because he genuinely wanted to see someone flex their pecs? Well, I think it was they wanted to see us flex. So it actually goes back to uh, the gong show. My brother did that solo in 1975. Wow. And he did some uh, gong shows in college. And we sent our video into Letterman. And uh, they actually... You know, it's a selection process the day of the taping. So they bring five acts in, they choose three. So we didn't know we were getting on till two o'clock in the afternoon. Question, what the hell is the gong show? Chris, you don't know the gong show. Wow. No. What the hell are we talking about? It was a variety show. And if you were bad, they gonged you. Okay. And my brother was bad. He got gonged. (laughs) <laughs> but you got a year supply of rice aroni and uh, zebra. Wait, yeah. a year supply of rice aroni? Rice aroni and then zebrick. Do you, do you remember zebrick? No, I don't. It was peel and stick plastic brick that you could put up on a wall in your house. Oh, of course. 
Yeah. Yeah. That, it looked yeah, awful. Everybody needs. <laughs> yeah, it looked just terrible. Um, yes. Now, I'm going to test your memory here because it's been almost 30 years. Hard to believe. Um, who were the other human acts on? Like, who were the five that you were competing against? Well, there's a guy who could balance everything from a dollar bill to a canoe. And okay. he actually did not get on. Wow. There wow. was a girl who could spit gum out of her mouth and suck it back in. Hell yeah. And it was it was attached it was attached to a hair on her head that you couldn't see. Oh, oh my god! Uh, um, and she got on, and I can't remember the other act that got on. It was the guy with the dentures. Oh, like- oh, the guy he uh, clacked his dentures like he was a old time camera. Thank you, <laughs> okay. disembodied voice. We appreciate the help there. <laughs> yeah, that's my time. <laughs> and and what about uh, the other one? Was there one more? There was, and I. For life, and we can't remember yeah. what they did. Okay, did you a win? Dis- disembod- disembodied voice. Well, you got that one? No, there no. was there were okay. no winners. Just getting on the show. Okay, uh, um, that was pretty much it. How was Letterman? Uh, I've I've heard varying uh, reports on whether he's a nice guy in real life or whether he's sort of a uh, you know sort of a he, jerk. How did you very aloof? That? He yeah. was very aloof. So you know the jokes about the steel being cold. It was freezing. And, okay. uh, you know, of course, my brother and I had our shirts off <laughs> and we actually were rehearsing with the band. Paul Schaefer was a great guy. Yeah. Um, but David Letterman, during the the, uh, the auditions, it's a producer. He doesn't come out. He doesn't want to meet anybody. So yeah. we met him on stage. He made a comment about the name. Said, oh, we're not related. Um, at the end of it, he goes, oh, maybe I want to be related to you guys now. <laughs> That's so, And that was it. Now, are you aware of what a fall this is for you going from the Letterman show to this program? <laughs> oh, there's been, a, there's been several in between. So it's been, we've had an up and down flexing oh, no. career. That's what I mean. Like, I'm sure you've done, like, this is the bottom, though. I just want to let you know what you're doing right now is, it doesn't get much lower than well, this. I, I did a local... I'm a cast that was not. All right, we're not the lowest. All right, second lowest. <laughs> not second the lowest. worst. Not, not the worst. worst. Not, not the worst. worst. All right, we are uh, we are large and nationwide. Um, <laughs> Disembodied voice chanting. <laughs> <laughs> David, I have to ask you this: um, in the Letterman family, in the lore of the Letterman family, is is the rivalry between you and your older brother for? Uh, flexing pecs. Is it a, a bitter rivalry? Like, who's better between you and your brother? Well, at the beginning, he was, but he's kind of let himself go. So now uh, I think I'm the top of the family. Oh, wow. Okay. Dangerous territory, Greg, with that question. <laughs> well, believe me. It, it, he, he did start it. It was uh, his brainchild. Okay. Um, so. So his flex, uh, his pecs have become just a little bit too. Flabby, would you say? I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth. Well, you are, but I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> What's the highest height? What's the what, is is the Letterman Show the biggest platform on which you have uh, bounced your boobies? No, um, we actually did oh. the I think it was 11th a- a- annual Comedy Award show with uh, Phil Hartman. Wow. Okay. Oh. So we are at the uh, Shriners Auditorium. We uh, got the limo ride and the red carpet. And we got to experience uh, the highs and the lows of being a celebrity. Wow. So when our limo pulls in, all the fans, you know, are anticipating a star 
coming out. So you hear everybody goes, <laughs> and then we walked out and you heard the collective, oh. <laughs> and then the door wouldn't open. So you didn't even get inside. What, what do your spouses think of it all? Oh, well, my wife was the one that uh, sent the tape in the letter. Okay. So she's kind of been our, uh, our, our manager. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So she's I mean, proud of those picks. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I feel like this is too much teasing me. Let's get to this thing. Let's do All this. Right. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. No, I'm asking David. Is David Chris, ready? I know you're ready. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is David ready? Has he been warned about what we're asking him to do? Did Jeremy warn you? Did Jeremy ask you? Well, I told him. He knows. <laughs> now, I'm just a year or two younger than Greg. So I don't know if you guys really. You are 273. But we'll see. Oh, look at this. I'm close. Oh, he looks great. Oh, look. All right. He looks great. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, David Letterman. Yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah, look at those bad boys. David nice. Letterman is going yeah. to be bouncing his oh, pecs to oh my gosh. the... Hold on, wait for the music. Wait oh, for the yeah, music. yeah. He's going to be Go bouncing ahead. his pecs to the Eddie Blanc and Greg Cody original, Morning Man. And since this is an audio medium, I'd like to encourage our listeners to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Greg Cody Show. You're going to want to see this. All right, all right, enough. Let's let's make it this. We've we've made this guy perform enough. Thank you, sir. <laughs> my wow. God, you're a you're, you're you're the same age as my dad. Dad, look at this guy. He I know that's chiseled. hard to believe. I could tell Seriously. when he had his shirt on. I could, you could see his you could see his lats, and I'm like, oh, this oh, guy's yeah. this guy stays in shape. Yeah, Jeremy uh, was yeah. not kidding. You what are we doing? Know. I mean, just guys like you call me. You always got to be ready to flex. <laughs> are we still doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Like 50 push-ups a day? What's the routine here? Oh well, yeah, I I, uh, I teach a fitness class at the Y, so that keeps me okay. Going. Excellent, All right, good. Wow, that's great. That's terrific. Well, thank you for performing for us. I feel like oh. a little ridiculous making you do that, but what an honor to that have was you. Really on good. <laughs> it's well, so for David Letterman. Yeah. We advertised David Letterman on the podcast, and we delivered, yes, ladies we and did. gentlemen. You did. Yes, we did. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, hey, man. This thank you, really Jeremy. Cool. Thank you for You're arranging awesome. this. And and disembodied son, yes. thank you. <laughs> there he is. All right. Oh, there I'm, blurry. I'm a blur. Thank you, blurred friend. See ya. Jeremy, are you a uh, are you a peck flexor as well? I am, Greg. You want to see some of that? I would love that. Yeah, because it's a family tradition. <laughs> if we unblur this whole background, we can get a few of us going here. Let's oh, hey, go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's, I'll take my dad. You take your shirt off. Let's all. Let's just get okay. going here. Yeah, come on, Chris. Jump in. Uh, Chris don't want to Here show his go. belly button. What is that? What is that <laughs> belly button? What is that? Here we go. Let's go. That Excellent. Thank you guys. Beautiful. So much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Yeah, that's so much fun. Thank you guys. You're off. Bye. Have a good night, fellas. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. That was something. I'm not sure what it was, but it was something. I tell you, David Letterman could really flex. Like, I was impressed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, there was some movement there to the up and down to the beat. <laughs> it was great. 
It was ridiculous, <laughs> but it was great. Let's go to break. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now a poem about sheets and giggles by Yeti Blanc. Ah, oh, sheets and giggles. <sighs> This poet is tired, but buying new bedding? Now that's pretty wired. Eight poems down for your wonderful sheets. And now just one more. And the word on the street is that they've slashed all their prices 24%. Thanks to Colin McIntosh. Man, what a gent. What a great way to start the year 24. Then with fresh sheets and pillows. Now let me implore. Go buy some soft sheets and get rid of the cotton. That traps in your sweat getting smelly and rotten. And trade in your pillow so hot and so stiff. And buy eucalyptus for your nephew named Cliff. Dispatch your old mattress that gets hot and lumpy. And get one that cools so you can get humpy. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. That's where you go. 24% off everything. What a jolly good show. Put Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg in your queue. Make it out with the old sheets and in with the new. The end. Support the Greg Cody Show by supporting Sheets and Giggles. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeti is consistently crushing these poems. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Yeti, what do we have for the people this week? 24% off site-wide beginning or, or now. Now through midway through January. So about the first half of the month, 24% off of everything. Get out with the old. Get in with the new. Ring in the new year with some great sheets, some mattresses, the pillows. I mean, comforters. guys, just... Treat yourself to the works. Get a mattress. Get the sheets. Get a pillow. Get the comforter. You will thank us. You will tweet me in a week or two and say, "Hey, what a what a suggestion by you. I love this product. It is just it's cool. It's it, it keeps you the right temperature. It doesn't get you overheated. Doesn't get you too cool. It's it is soft. the perfect softness and the. I'm telling you, sometimes I just get home from work and I just lay in the sheets. I just plop down. It's one of my favorite parts of the day of just the post work. I'm going to lay on the bed for five minutes, and I love it, wow. and Sheets and Giggles makes that a pleasurable experience. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg, promo code Greg Greg for 24% off the almost the entire month of January. Go now, guys. Let's get back to celebrating my dad being... Now, this clip I want to play, it's us talking about 
mukbang. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's basically like it's a it's a common form of ASMR. And I don't want to give know. too much away of this clip, but basically, I'm eating grapes, and it we turns into ASMR, and my dad and us discussing the popular mukbang. Well, that's the whole clip, everybody. <laughs> I'm still eating grapes. I know you are. I hear it. It's ASMR. <laughs> the Bat Queen. What was that um, bat shit? What was that thing? Uh, <laughs> mukbang. Mukbang. What was it? Bat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was like two two syllables. Mukbang. Let's watch mukbang. these batshit videos on my TikTok they algorithm. Are bat shit. I mean, they are pretty batshit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, there's Grayson in the background climbing the stairs, trying to get into my podcast again. Hey, Grayson. I'm gonna finish with a red <laughs> grape and a green grape. Okay, no SMR, please. Bang box. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Love you all. Bang Thanks for box. the support. <laughs> See you next week. I love that. Oh, oh that was funny. Um, I, you know what? I remembered while I was listening to that, and I don't know why because it's totally different. But we had on the um, what was a, a pretty somber episode when Don Shula, the great Don Shula, died, and um, we spent a whole hour talking to his former players and everything. It was it was really good. It's one of the best episodes we've done. But in that episode was one particular uh, remembrance, one particular story by a former player, Larry Little, and it went off the rails a little bit, got a little funny, and uh, I would love to hear that. Larry, you mentioned earlier that um, Shula had a, a pretty sharp sense of humor, sort of a, a, a dry wit, I guess. Um, what's the funniest Shula story you have? You know, back in the days we had the you know, 16 millimeter film projectors. And I don't know who did it, but uh, we were getting ready to watch film, and someone put a porno film in there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And when he cut the film on, <laughs> and it came up, he said, what the hell? And everybody burst out laughing, so did he. Though he I think he enjoyed it more than we did. <laughs> That's hilarious. He was, Shula was a pretty religious guy, a, a real Catholic. I can only imagine uh, how taken aback he must have been. I mean, it shocked him, and it shocked all of us, because I don't know who did it to this day. Really? Someone said, they believe, someone said Kucherberg did it. I was, I'm not sure, but uh, he got a big laugh out of it. <laughs> oh, that's, that's hilarious. Uh, that might even be better than uh, the alligator in the shower story that uh, Zonka likes to tell. I don't know. Well, that was a good one, too. Oh, that is so good. That is you know, the weird clip. thing about that story, and it didn't come up on the podcast, but I found out later, the team watched the entire film. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I think it was like a 70-minute porn. That has to be a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Only it was true, though. <laughs> now, Larry Little, one of our guests that we've had on this show, now we wanted to take a moment here and celebrate the guests that we've had. And, you know, we thought of the idea... Of doing an, the uh, a Billy Joel parody, and then Yeti, who's our music man around here, said that that is the most hacky song to do a parody to. Everyone has done a parody to "We Didn't Start the Fire," so I said, "Screw you, Yeti! I'm taking the lead on this one." So I wrote it, I recorded it, I edited it. And here it is. Andre Dawson, Sarah Spain, Dave Barry, Harvey Green, Amino Hassan, Stu Gatz, and a guy named Greg Lobo. 
Larry Zonka, Juju Gotti, David Sampson, Luther Campbell, Pablo Torre, toenail expert, and John McEnroe. Times Nick Wright, Whittingham, Tim Kirk, Jan Lebetard, when Shula died, and the freezing cold takes guy, Aaron Eckletter, lean, guy who took down Epstein, Brendan Benson, Philip Bailey, and a professional snuggler. We are guests or fire. We're not here to rank them, but we're gonna thank them. Admit our guests are fire. We're not here to rank them, but we're gonna thank them. Ryan Lomberg, Brad Williams, Neil Gates, and Zach Thomas, Charlie Chaplin, Ricky Williams, Christopher Bosch, Chuck Todd, Dave Parker, Morgan from Australia, Billy Gill, Uncle Dick, and don't forget Dick Stockton, Mike Ryan, Poppy, don't forget Roy Bellamy, Lucy Rodin, Kate Fagan, Jeremy Tache, Larry Little, Dave Shula, Kornheiser, Professional Whistler, Hal Habib, Ron McGill, Belly Button Doctor, our guests are fire. We're not here to rank them, but we're gonna thank them. Admit our guests are fire. We're not here to rank them, but we're gonna thank them. All of our guests celebrated in song. Yes, most of our guests. Not all of them. <laughs> most of them. That's a fit, lot of that, guests. Most of them that fit syllabically. <laughs> that is the that song is the most music snobby I've been ever since I trampled all over Greg's tender moment with uh, Luther Vandross. That was, oh, yeah. <laughs> which is my most awkward moment on the show. Yeah, I remember that dance <laughs> with my father. I'll never forgive Yeti for that. Yeah. And Christopher Bosch. Oh, that's that's my favorite part of the whole thing. I <laughs> laugh every good. time you say that. I like the Dick Stockton line as well. And Dick Stockton. <laughs> that was all good. right. That's all yeah, I wanted you- to replay. Well, well, wait a minute now. We we can't let this slide. I Yeti, I need you and I to offer a quick critique of Christopher's singing, his musical performance. How did we think that went? I mean, I was going for more comedy than like actually like the the chorus was purposefully terrible. Look, and that's what that's what Chris understands that if you can't nail it, you may as well mail it in and have fun with it. And that's what he did. I thought it and was so- uh I thought it was good and I am thrilled to have that voice on the podcast because everybody who listens to this podcast has heard plenty of yeti and me singing but i think it's the first time that you have ever been involved in a song on on our show no don't be wrong we i've got something for you a little bit later a little bit later we'll hear but before we when we go back to uh kind of how everything began but one of my favorite things about being on this show there's there's a lot. There's tender moments like when we played Pebble Drive and like that 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 it actually succeeded to do what I wanted to do and like and like it resonated with you and a lot of our listeners. Perf- doing Morning Man with you like that making that song with you, that was great. So all your songs, all Andy, my songs, is your right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> like being able to do the creative endeavor that Hard Knocks has been. Now we yep. we don't do it as much as we did season one because it was a lot. With yeah. season one, we did yeah. ten episodes or more. Yeah, it's um, crazy. And we put a lot into them. And, uh, but so that season one was, I mean, they've all been like, I've enjoyed since then, but season one was special. Yeah. And to me, there is no more special moment in season one than when you had, when the Lobos were in the lead, they were winning games. You were afraid of them getting, getting large heads about their, their victories. And so you brought in a man named Dexter Dinwiddie, who is oh, in the Guinness yes. World uh, B- Book of World Records for having the world's smallest head. Guys, I've gone through life never having to worry about having a big head. And you know what? Even though some people might make fun of me, 
I think it's the way to go because I never have to worry about overconfidence. I always have to worry about doing my job, doing my due diligence, not taking anything for granted. And you guys are in that position right now, okay? I know you got helmets to hide it, but I want you to trot onto that field imagining that that helmet is rattling around on top of a small head like mine. Okay, guys? I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. I got all the faith in the world for you. Go get them today with small heads. 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 Offensive giving that voice to that to someone with a small head. I I get I get a little bit of blowback on that. I think somebody from the Levitard show who will be unnamed was a little uncomfortable with that. You know because you know I don't is it even a thing? Is having a small head like a, a no. considered a deformity? I, like I don't even know. I didn't there mean might to be, insult anybody. But, I mean, not I've to the extent seen. that Dexter Dinwiddie's head was small. Right. right. Dexter Dinwiddie's head was the size. It's like for men in black. Right. Yeah. And Dexter Dinwiddie, look, he, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, it's legit. You know, he's got the world's smallest head. The The team called him in, and it was a great, uh, great inspirational talk. I really do think the best way to end this kind of celebration of 200 episodes is to relive how terrible the first episode sounded. <laughs> yeah. We've got a super cut of all of your greatest hits on the 200th episode. Back when the, when the I mean, podcast, on your very first episode. Back when the podcast was just my dad reading. Yep. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Greg <laughs> Cody, and I'd like to personally welcome you all to our historic, first of its kind, world premiere podcast. I'm excited. Podcasting will never again be the same. It'll probably be just a little bit worse. I will warn you, this may turn out to be a bare bones podcast as well, because we just blew 60% of our total budget on that high priced announcer to introduce us. You may be wondering, why am I doing a podcast? Get in line. I wonder that myself. And I figure we'll all find out the answer together, Brutal. learning as we go. Wow. As many or even more of you may know, I'm with the Dan Levitard Show with Stu yeah. Gotts oh. on ESPN Radio on ESPN totally News. I'm the show's only regular weekly guest co-host. My voice in studio sounds awful. Every Tuesday, pardon me, <laughs> while we take a telephone ring break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Please stand by. That was the... We did not plan Continue. that. Continue. <laughs> All right, enough of that nonsense. We got a lot to cover here today. I'm so excited. We got a big show coming up. At Why are you talking in your closet? <laughs> this is my studio. This is episode one of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. We're making history here. This is history making, and, and let's do it till we're satisfied. Let's go. Immersive content sleep headband. I'm about to protest on behalf of the venerable Sears catalog of my youth. This is the headband with built-in speakers. Pause for another interruption. <laughs> Wow. I didn't even know we still had a landline. Let's continue. New, <laughs> it says. Honey, I just cannot fall asleep. Would you please hand me that Cody column on the Marlins bullpen woes? Take Cody column tonight and sleep. Cody column. 
Cody Column. Oh, yeah. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Nice. Cody Column. Cody Column. Cody Column. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Nice. Sleep. Cody Column. Well, folks, thanks for partaking of this oh. history-making episode one this of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. If you liked the episode, even if you didn't, please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh. Subscribing, very important <laughs> to what we're doing here, and we appreciate your support. Thank you, family. If you're wondering what we're going to do next week, you better tune in because you never know. There he goes. God, Whoa. that was brutal. The only good parts of that first episode were the phone ringing. <laughs> And me singing, huh? How about that? Not not terrible. That, That's that correct. Jingle. Yeah, you did Cody great. Co- yeah, I'd Cody forgotten Callum. all about that. that me was... too. I forgot about like me busting in. Like, what are you? Why are you in your closet? <laughs> Listen, the, the how bad first... Greg sounded too. I've been. Uh, my yeah, voice your vo- was. Remember your voice, man. Yeah, my voice was really hoarse. Um, I remember man, the I've first. Been, I've just been carrying this podcast the entire time, huh? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the first two episodes, I think, sounded so different from what it became. And then beginning with episode three or four, I think we began to sort of get get a rhythm going. But Yeti, I think he took the phone out of the office. Yeti's trying to do the <sighs> bit where we call you. I was like, trying to call you. He was trying to like, you know, the first episode was interrupted with Ring. He wanted this episode right. to have a ring in it. But you take, took the landline out of the okay, office. Okay, see, I'm a professional now. Hi, you, know, you are my... reach the Cody family. We're not <laughs> home right now or we can't come to home. Please leave us your <laughs> Okay, I don't even know if our landlines work anymore be honest with well, you you still have an answering machine you still have an answering machine that's true they do but, but i never use the phone anymore so 200 episodes in the can i love you guys i love this audience i love doing this with you every week um looking forward to next year we're gonna get bigger and better um, more fun bits more music more good guests and i just i appreciate i'm i'm you know it's it's new year's so i'm just kind of evaluating the last year looking forward to the next and i just appreciate the listeners i appreciate you too and uh that's it yeah same thanks guys it's the best and thanks to all our listeners our our support has grown a lot and like just everything validating all the work that i put in by buying the stuff from the store yep supporting our show and 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 and, downloads and telling people about it and interacting with us online awesome thank you to sheets and giggles too oh my gosh for sure love them sheets and giggles have allowed us to do so much yeah, remember when they sent us to the final four remember They're, they sent us to the final oh the that's final right four? That yeah was that was crazy that was insane yeah but you, you can still get a you say who we say who t-shirt in the at shop.thegregcodishow.com right now mm-hmm. that's true yeah those are those are hot sellers but not as hot as the uh nice hat which uh david letterman was wearing so thank you david letterman for wearing a nice hat um this is where i say pod family to the annoyance of christopher but i do thank you all very much and uh, thanks for being along on this 200-episode ride. It's been a joy for us to do, and the coming year is going to have a lot, of, uh, a lot of new stuff, I think. And, and one of the things that I'm going to tease is that we are going to have more of a visual element to this podcast. And I swear that in the coming year, I'm going to build a studio in my home, and, uh, and we're going to become uh, a little bit more of a visual thing, not just an audio thing. So, Ooh, we're going to be one of those pods where me and you are like on two chairs with mics instead of being on Zoom. Maybe a Datter Day project. I think it could be. Maybe you build a side house in your backyard for Yeti and his family so he can be down there permanently. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's good. It'll become like a commune. Yeah, we'll, we'll have the whole family over here. It'll Cody be great. Commune. 
Yeah, the three families will all live together under one roof, but not Michael after his performance on last week's uh, Great Doesn't Know Movies. Dad, let's on end that this note, in unison. Let's end this in unison singing together. And I'm Greg Cody. Cody and that's, that's how, how it, it was. was. Oh, back, back in, in my, my day. day. That kind of thing. That kind of thing. Yes, back in my